As I look back over my life And see where I have been Jesus, I praise you That I'm not stuck in sin But way down in my spirit One praise is not enough So I lift my hands And give you
Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Today we are talking about Deuteronomy 22, 1 through 30. Deuteronomy chapter 22, 1 through 30. And it speaks on Law of sexual morality. The law of sexual morality. And I want you to get your coffee, tea, snacks, whatever you may be eating and drinking. Or grab your tablet, cell phone, and Bible. And join me in reading this together and learning something new today from the Lord. Okay? So, like I said, we in Deuteronomy 22, 1 through 30. The law of sexual morality. Okay? All right, babies, come on. Let's get busy. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 22, 1 through 30. And it reads, Thou shalt not see thy brother's ox or his sheep go astray, and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt in any case bring them again unto thy brother. And if thy brother be not nigh unto thee, or if thou know him not, then thou shalt bring it unto thine own house, and it shall be with thee until thy brother seek after it, and thou shalt restore it to him again. In like manner shalt thou do with his ass, and so shalt thou do with his raiment. And with all lost thing of thy brothers, which he hath lost, and thou hast found, shalt thou do likewise. Thou mayest not hide thyself. Thou shalt not see thy brother's ass or his ox 
fall down by the way and hide thyself from them, thou shalt surely help him to lift them up again. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. If a bird's nest chance to be found to be before thee in the way in any tree or on the ground, whether they be young ones or eggs, and the dam sitting upon the young or upon the eggs, thou shalt not take the dam with the young, but thou shalt in any wise let the dam go and take the young to thee, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy days. When thou buildest a new house, then thou shalt make a battlement for thy roof, that thou bring not blood upon thine house, if any man fall from thence. Thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with diverse seeds, least the fruit of thy seed which thou hast sown, and the fruit of thy vineyard be defiled. Thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. Thou shalt not wear a garment of diverse sorts as of woolen and linen together. Thou shalt Thou shalt make the fringes upon the four corners of thy vesture, wherewith thou coverest thyself. If any man take a wife and go in unto her and hate her, and give occasion of speech against her, and bring up an evil name upon her, and say, I took... <coughs> I took this woman, and when I came to her, I found her not a maid. Then shall the father of the damsel and her mother take and bring forth the tokens of the damsel's virginity unto the elders of the city in the gate. And the damsel's father shall say unto the elders, I gave my daughter unto this man to wife, and he hateth her. And lo, he have given occasion of speech against her, saying, I have not found thy daughter a maid. And yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity, and they shall spread the cloth before the elders of the city. And the elders of that city shall take that man and chastise him. And they shall immerse him in an hundred shekels of silver and give them unto the father of the damsel. Because he hath brought up an evil name upon a virgin of Israel. 
and she shall be his wife. He may not put her away all his days. But if this thing be true, and the tokens of virginity be found for the damsel, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house. And the men of her city shall stone her with stones that she died. Because she hath wrought folly in Israel to play the whore in her father's house, so shalt thou put evil away from among you. If a man be found lying with a woman married to an husband, then they shall both then they shall both of them die, both the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so shall they put away evil from Israel. If a damsel that is a virgin be betrothed unto an husband, and a man find her in the city and lie with her, then ye shall bring them both out unto the gate of that city and ye shall stone them with stones that they die the damsel because she cried not being in the city and the man because he had humbled his neighbor's wife so thou shalt put away evil from among you if But if a man find a betrothed damsel in the field and the man force her and lie with her, then the man only that lie with her shall die. But unto the damsel thou shalt do nothing. There is in the damsel no sin worthy of death. For as when a man rises against his neighbor and slayeth him, even so is this matter. For he found her in the field, and the betrothed damsel cried, and there was none to save her. If a man find a damsel that is a virgin, which is not betrothed, and lay hold on her and lie with her and they be found then the man that lay with her shall give unto the damsel's father fifty shekels of silver and she shall be his wife because he hath humbled her he may not put her away all his days a man shall not take his father's wife nor discover his father's skirt. I have just read to you Deuteronomy 22, 1 through 30. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for each day you teach us something new. You teach us something new, no matter what it is, no matter how it's going, no matter, you're always teaching us something new. I mean, you're always teaching us something new, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love and kindness, Lord. We thank you for everything that you have given us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, like this has, this chapter got so many topics in it. It is like, where do I start first? And the laws concerning sexual morality. Law of sexual morality is our topic. And it gives us a rough view. It gives us it gives us straightforward instructions when it comes to when it comes to certain things. And it says if you see something of your brothers and it's going astray like a sheep and goat is ox, those kind of things. You are supposed to retrieve them and return them to your brother. Like, you know, you, gate goats or something get out the fence or something, and you see it and you be like, that's my brother's stuff, you know, my brother's goats, you know. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to go, you know, catch it and return it to the brother, okay? You're supposed to return his stuff, you know. Help him out. You know, if you see he, something needs to be done for him, help him out. And you know, it, it's the way we we when we see somebody, we see our brothers and sisters in need. Help them out as much as you can, whether it be possessions or money or um. Helping them do things, you know, in their life and stuff like that. Help out as much as you can with somebody. It ain't all about money sometimes. It ain't about money. This is not about money. This is doing stuff from the heart. That's not going to cost That's not gonna cost you anything to help nobody. Okay? Okay, and... um, You know, when a person is lost, lost something, help them find it. You know, if it's if it's not, you know, if they don't you if they are lost or their item is lost or their possessions is lost, help them find their possessions. Okay. And um you know, you're not supposed to don't falter. Don't don't falter on helping others. Don't falter on helping your brothers and sisters in life. Don't falter. Don't falter yourself because it is a thing of God. It's, it's this thing of it's it's a thing where you want to you want to you know just do be generous. Be generous. It says in four, thou shalt not see thy brother's ass or his ox fall down by the way and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt surely help him to lift them up again. Okay? Help him, help him with his animals. Help him with the stuff he need. You know, help a brother out. Now, 
we see this next next segment. It says, A woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Back in them days, you couldn't. Men wore pants and women wore skirts. They won't know women weren't wearing no pants back then. They won't wear. They were just wearing the nice long cover, and everything was covered up. Everything was covered up. Women had to be covered up. You, I mean, even they say their veils and stuff. You know where it's everything's covered up. You can't see nothing but your eyes. You can see hands. You might. You might not even see the feet, but um, everything else was covered up. And the women won't wear pants back then. Women were not like they are now. You know, not not the context we wear clothes now. You know, it, that's that's the way things work. And so, you know, if a bird even having problems with it, even it, helping out the animals when they even have problems is a blessing. Even helping the animals out when they having problems is a blessing. That's all I'm going to say about 6 and 7. Chapter 6, uh, verse 6 and 7. But even when you're helping out the animals, I mean, it, it goes through all this, all this, uh, it goes through all of this whole book. Whenever you're helping somebody out, and you doing it from the goodness of your heart. God will always bless you. It might not come right then, but He has. He, it, it, God knows when you are. He's going to bless you because He's seen the goodness in your heart. He's seen the goodness in your ways. He's seen that. Okay. And when thou buildest a house, then thou shalt make a ba- battle. Battlement for thy roof, that thou bring not blood upon thine house if any man fall from thence. Thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with divers seeds, lest the fruit of the seed share which thou hast sown, and the fruit of the vineyard be defiled. So you can't mix the you can't mix what you what, you can't mix when you grow in a garden. Can't mix when you go in the garden because one one will strangle the other one out. You can't like okay. What what we can't plant together? Okay, um, I would say corn and cabbage. Everything has to be in its own set place when it's grown because one can overtake the other. One can always overtake the other, and then it becomes, it's not useful. It becomes um, mixed up, and then you, you it, com- it becomes confusing. Uh, yeah, so the rest of this, the rest of this chapter describes a woman's virginity. And what a man, when he forces himself on a woman that is not his, and what what that entails is 
God gives them specific instructions about how a man is supposed to treat a woman, basically. How a man is supposed to respect that woman and respect her boundaries and respect her space. And and if you are found wrong in the sight of the uh the the people gathered at in the in the gates, um if but for the elders you can be stoned to death. Now I ain't trying to say the man be all of his fault. It sometimes it's the, it, it, it go both ways. I ain't gonna, I'm sitting I'm not gonna see him and do that. That's not the way I'm not gonna pick one and don't pick the other, okay? Uh, man or woman, when they are disrespectful with their bodies, there are certain things you are supposed to do when it comes to living a certain lifestyle. And if you out here sleeping around with married people, one is single, one married, and um, and then, okay, that's one scenario they give us in this scripture. Then they give you another one where she's a virgin and um and and then she either, you know, if she play if she she playing the pool, she's playing the virgin at home, but really she out here sleeping around, that's a cause for uh death, being stoned to death. Okay? And also about money. Um, if a man sleep with a woman and she a virgin and now she had, now she has to become his wife and he, um, you know, and the thing is, is that when you lay down with somebody, think about the seriousness of how serious that relationship is. Some people, I'm going to speak for myself. I used to think that sex was everything. Sex gonna make him like me. Sex gonna make him take care of me. Sex gonna do this. Sex. I thought sex was the equal of equal of all and all. But it won't. And now I wish I had kept my virginity and just stayed a virgin. Because <clears throat> I could have avoided all that heartache and headache and stuff I had from all those those kind of relationships with people that I was just laying down with and I wasn't, I wasn't getting no, I, I wasn't valuing my body. I wasn't taught how to value my body. I wasn't taught how to um, really take emphasis of this is my body and this is a temple of God. I was not taught that. Yeah, you can hear it in church all day, but if there ain't nobody teaching you that at home, you're not going to know. Okay? And... <clears throat> You know, it's about how you treat your sexual morality. How do you treat your body when it comes to others? How do you treat your body when it comes to others? You know, have you been, back in those days, they used to be betrothed. The girl used to be betrothed to the man. Where it was an arranged marriage, basically. Betrothed. That means... Given to her, given to the man, given to that man, that man had permission to marry that daughter. And it was an arranged marriage between families. And they exchanged money for the marriage. And the woman 
the girl, the woman would be the family. The woman's family would be the one that gave the money to the man's family of a dowry. Or that man would, you know, back in those days, you know, it, it's... It used to be a thing about respecting each other. It used to be a thing about respecting each other. You know, respecting people's, you know, their mindsets or respecting their bodies. And they're not sleeping around and they're not doing a whole bunch of foolishness. You know, just sleeping around somebody, sleeping around. You know, and I don't, I don't speak this to the to whoever is listening. Sex does not make a relationship. Sex does not make a relationship. You got to get to know that person. Even, even, even when a person is given to someone else. When a person is given to someone else, you still have to take our time to get to know this person. And just because you married to somebody don't mean, I'm going to put this straight out. When a woman say no, it means no. Okay? Don't think, oh, because I'm married to you, I can get it anytime I want to. Okay? Because it is called, um, you know, it's an, it's an assault. And, you know, um... It's about how you feel about your body. Do you love your body? Do you love the body God got you in? Do you cherish it so much that you do not want anything to damage it or or, or scar it or um, cause it any harm? Men, do your bodies mean anything to you? Or you just or do you just go out here and sleep with any woman and Oh, well, and think, you know, and, and, oh, I got another one for you. Assault somebody in a sexual way, and then you think you have not done anything to somebody, and it's okay to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. That's what just called rape. Well, you know, and, and then it can be the other way around. Well, a woman can rape a man. You, I ain't gonna see. I ain't see him cut no corners. You know, it's the thing of. It's all about how we are taught when it comes to our sexual being. How are we taught? Are we sat down, talked to about um, our bodies, what the body does, what the body is meant to do, what the body is, what are these different parts of the sexual parts of our bodies? What do they do? I remember growing up, my grandma wouldn't dare talk to me about sex. My grandma said, I ain't nobody talking to me about no sex. And I was like, I remember one time I came home. And uh, I was in um, middle school. Early, early school. Middle school. It wasn't middle school. It was earlier than that. And one class, a health class, we had a class. And I remember they getting us a slip of form. To give us a sex ed education class one day. You know, say all the students had to take the sexual education class. And in order for you to take it, your parents had to sign a permission slip. 
So I can remember that day. I talk about this in my book, Coming to Loving Yourself. So uh, you need to get the book. Okay, and read it. It's really good. Um, And you can go to www.sharicenjohnsonmore.com and buy you a copy. Okay? Getting back to I digress. So, oh, my grandmother read the paper. She said, what is for? And I said, Grandma, they want us to go to a sex education class. She looked like, huh? I was like, huh? You know, like, really? Like, oh, my God. And she was kind of stunned. And I'm like, yeah, Grandma, they want me to go to this sex education. What? She said, sex education. I said, I guess they won't teach us about our body parts, Grandma. <laughs> my grandma dropped her mouth like, huh? <laughs> right? Because I said, you know, and I got those kind of conversations from her when she said she was never taught about sex. And she was never... You know, she was, she never talked about, she never talked about sex, only in a derogatory manner where she says that the relationship between her and my grandfather, my father's father, was not consensual, and she ended up having a baby out of that at an early, early age. She had a baby out at out of early, early age, my father. And I was like, wow. Like, ooh, you know. And, you know, we me and my grandma, we sat down and we talked and stuff about a lot of stuff. But a lot of stuff she said was very pain it was very painful her. Painful. I could say the expression on her face. It was very painful for her to sit down and have that conversation with me about, you know, that part of her life. And then I look at it, I look at my life right, I look back over it. I said, I wish I had kept my virginity. Cause oh I wouldn't go I want I wouldn't be going through all the issues um I went through if I had just stayed stayed pure and and but sometimes our pureness is taken from us during the course of of our innocence where we are we are forced upon, sex is forced upon us at an innocent age, like seven, eight, nine, or ten, and it corrupts our minds, and at that age, we do not understand what sex is, because it ain't been explained to us, because parents think we're too young, okay, but I, you know, I, um, I made a vow to myself that if I had grandchildren, I would sit down and tell them everything. I got I got one granddaughter now. I got one granddaughter. And I'm not going to sit here and hold nothing off on her. I mean, I want her to get an understanding. I want her to have an understanding. I want her to talk to me. I want us to have a conversation where we so close, we like two bosom buddies because I don't want to hide nothing from her because my grandmother, she hid stuff from me. She didn't tell me and she told bits and pieces and stuff and and, and then she say, oh, don't worry about it, baby, you know, and everything be all right. Da, da, da. And it was like, cover it up. Cover up your feelings. Cover up your Cover up how you're feeling inside when someone has hurt you. Cover it up. Keep it to yourself. And I'm sorry. I might have went off topic there for y'all. 
But, like I said, and young men do the same thing. It's not just about the women, it's about the boys too. It's about that sexual morality. Teach boys to honor the women. Teach them to honor women. You know, don't do certain things in front of the kids that the kids think, oh, it's okay for me to do that. Like patting mommy on the booty. Okay, all right, uh, well, uh, a whole lot of older people, I don't, and I don't really see that unless, you know, but, uh, you know, but certain things we don't do in front of the children. I never seen my grandma and my granddaddy kiss before. Never. Ain't never seen them kiss before. Never seen them kiss at all. Really. Never did. Mm-mm. Nope. Now, my mom and my daddy, I seen that. You know, but that's a different situation. I ain't even gonna go there. But teach them about their bodies. Teach them, teach our children about their bodies, what sex really means, what does it mean to respect your body, and how God sees it as a temple. God sees your body as a temple, and he wants it clean and purified and not defiled and not uh, worn out and not just hoeing. Okay, you know, hoeing. Yeah, it could be it could, that phrase fits a man and a woman. Okay, so I don't want y'all to get that twisted. Hoeing. Okay, whoring, whoring. W h o r i n g, whoring, or whore. H w h o r e, whore, or hoe. H o comma. Okay, I just want to get that, you know, get that out there. You know, and treat our bodies better and have more respect for ourselves and be very choicy about who you'll sleep with. And really, it's in this term, and I'm going to say this, it says it's in this term where you're supposed to wait till you get married till you have sex. I wish I had waited. Like I say, I wish I had waited. But... You know, and some people do wait. Some people do wait. They have been taught to wait till they get. No, I don't, I'm not having. Sex. And then I'm very proud of the ones that have turned around and stood their grounds with that, um, saying that I want to wait till I get married before I have sex. Then it will be considered consensual. It'll be my first time. It'll be you know, and. Don't rush. Don't rush. Don't go. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Don't rush off. Young folks, do not rush off to go get married to somebody just to have sex. Because it would not be worth it. Because you still got to get to know this person. See, that's what the, 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 that's what the courtship deals with. The courtship. That means the time that you meet that person from the beginning till you have time to sit down, know everything about them, who they mama name, who they daddy is, who they cousins is. Um, what do they do? They Are they Democrat? Are they the Republican? You know, give yourself time to know somebody before you marry them or have sex with them. Because sex to some people equals I can violate you anytime I get ready. Or that's all you worth. Or um, that's all you equal to. Okay? So, I just want to let y'all know that. Wait till you get married. Till you get married. Before you have relations. Okay? I love y'all. And I want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. I greatly appreciate you. I greatly appreciate everything that you do. 
And I appreciate you listening, babies. Just listening, okay? It is such a joy and a pleasure, okay? I love y'all, and I will talk to y'all later. All right, bye, babies. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here. How y'all doing today? Hello, Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out, out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within. And I am the executive producer of Arthur's Excerpt Sunday. I created this show to give all authors exposure, no matter their genre they write in. No matter what your book is about, I want to share your book with the world. So, I have spots open and I'm looking for authors to interview. You can contact me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and I would love to sit down and let's share what the world, let's share, let's share with the world what your book is about and what your life is about as an author. I will be glad to have you. Come on now. Let's share your book with the world. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Yes, child. LBM TV has advertising spots open and we want you to join the family. You want to advertise your book trailer, your candle business, your writing business, your ghost writing, your uh, construction business, uh, your, your, your home renovation business. We are here for you. We want to give you the exposure that you need in this season. So, if you are interested in advertising on LBM TV, just come and see me, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and let's sit down and expose your business to the world. Okay? Come on now. Advertise. 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 everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, we're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, 
Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you. 